What's up, student athletes? Welcome back to my pod where I'm pushing positivity, purpose, and peace to all of y'all, okay? It doesn't matter what sport you play, I'm gonna help you adapt, adjust, and win. For this pod, we got an athletic trainer. She has trained at all levels, okay? D3, JUCO, D1, and currently, she's an athletic trainer for the Harlem Globetrotters. If y'all don't know what that is, I would encourage you to look it up. Like, it's worth your while. Anyway, she has given us tips and tools on how to foster a healthy relationship with our athletic trainer and also what not to do, okay? Our athletic trainers are a huge part of our athletic and even academic success. We want to make sure we're doing the right thing so we can help them help us. Whether you're a coach, trainer, or player, we are all in this space and we all need each other to win. This one is short and sweet. I know y'all gonna like it. Until next time, stay pushing. Okay, we are live. Oh my gosh, this is so dope. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to my pod where I am pushing positivity, purpose, and peace to all student athletes to help y'all adapt, adjust, and win. Today on this pod, we have a very special guest, Elizabeth Hernandez. Did I say it? Hernandez. Elizabeth yes. Hernandez. Okay. She has been an athletic trainer at all different levels and currently a trainer for the Harlem Globetrotters, which is super dope. I don't know how many of us can say we've been a part of that space, but she is super awesome. One of the most genuine trainers that I've met, and I've had a lot of trainers in my athletic experience. <laughs> Hard worker, straight to the point is gonna do what's best for you as an athlete. So I know, and I am so glad she's on this pod today. Everyone welcome, Liz. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yes. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, so being an athletic trainer's tough, huh? Sometimes. Yeah, it can be, it sure can. It can be tough and it can be fun, but what I want to know is what made you want to be an athletic trainer? So honestly, I didn't know athletic training existed until I got to college. Uh, mm -hmm. I played sports I played sports since I was five, but I went to small private schools, so never really had an athletic trainer, I guess, back in the day. But yeah. I was actually going to college to be an engineer. And after my first semester, I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to help people. I didn't want to be in a student tie, which is my, I guess, perspective of engineering at the time. And so mm -hmm. I went to my, like, my school counselor and I was just like, hey, I love helping people. I love sports. I didn't want to be a doctor. And she gave me a bunch of pamphlets and PT was one of them. Athletic training was one of them. And I was like, what's athletic training? So I read the pamphlet and like loved the different I guess, environments I could be in and right. the adaptability, the different adjustments. Cause I, a girl gets bored easy, all right? Like, <laughs> I don't think I could stay in the same spot for a really, really long time. And mm. so I was just like, I feel like training sounds great. Like we, I guess with my first year in the program, you have to like observe. And after observing the first year, I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. I love it. I'm wow. still in your sports and I get to help people, so. And you guys get, I know when you were there, like, so what I didn't say either is that I had you as an athletic trainer my first mm -hmm. year at Nevada. So we had each other for a year, right? Only? A year or two, somewhat. A year and a half, maybe. A yeah. year and a half. Um, 
you had a few teams that you were managing, no? How many teams were you managing? Yes. So my main sports were like women's basketball and men's tennis, but I would mm -hmm. kind of help out and oversee the interns. So from time to time, I would help out with men's basketball. Not that that was wow. an intern, but, you know, we help each other out. And then mm -hmm. every now and then I'll help out with volleyball or track and field. Right, right. Yeah. So is it like as a trainer in college, is there kind of like an underlining standard that's not necessarily spoken that like we got to help each other out? Like when we're safe yeah. or we're out? I mean, I guess like other athletic trainers realize that, you know, like life happens. People get right. sick, family stuff comes up and I'm hoping that if I help cover you, that when I need it, that you got my back too. And so that's the, that's just how I try to treat it because mm -hmm. everyone needs a little help sometimes. That's so yeah. true. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Um, what is the difference between a physical therapist and an mm -hmm. athletic trainer? I, in my opinion, a physical therapist, one, they get more schooling typically. So they have to go through a bachelor's degree and then they have to go to PT school, which can be anywhere between two to three years given on their mm -hmm. program. And I think more of their focus is on rehab. Uh, I believe they know how to do some evaluations, but I don't think it's to the extent of as, a, as an athletic trainer. And with an athletic trainer, you have to go through a bachelor's degree. And now they're kind of pushing it towards where you have to get a master's degree now. But mm -hmm. um, back then, I, I, like, I did a bachelor's degree, and I was certified once I passed my uh, board test, I guess. Right. But, but athletic trainers, we, we do more, like, immediate, we can do more immediate care. Uh, we do evaluation. Mm -hmm. We do rehab as well. So it's kind of like a little bit of everything where I feel like PT is more uh, rehab-based and maybe some evaluation when it comes to the rehab. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, with athletic trainers, it's more urgent things, like you said. Yes. You're, like, trying to solve it right then and there so people can play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's exactly. like a different mindset. <laughs> Like PT, yes. and my okay. You could take another week. You could take another yeah. month. In college, it's like no. How could what drugs? What? How much yeah. Advil? <laughs> Are they able to play in the game this weekend? Yeah. Seriously, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, how much drugs can we give them without their kidneys failing? Like, that's what I need to know. <laughs> yeah, it could seem like that quite occasionally. <laughs> Right. That is so funny. And traveling too. I think that's cool. The athletic trainers mm -hmm. get to travel. Um, yes. It's needed. And I think what people don't always know about athletic trainers is that you guys are like confidence to the athletes. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Like you're not just yeah. treating us physically, but you're on the journey with us when we're recovering and when we're mm -hmm. going through an injury or when we're going through a rough time. How how were you able to manage being there for athletes, but not letting it like affect you to where you can't perform? Well, I think I know what kind of helped was like me personally. Granted, it wasn't in my like I didn't play in college, and like it wasn't in my high school career. But like when in middle school, like I said, I loved playing sports. So like mm -hmm. there was one year where I couldn't play in eighth grade, and so. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's eighth grade, but back then it was everything to me. And so yeah. I couldn't play basketball my eighth grade year and I was gone for the whole season. So that was just like an emotional roller coaster for me. So like when I'm like working with these athletes that have maybe season ending careers or um, mm -hmm. 
yeah like it's just i go back to like my feeling of like when i was a kid i know i'm like y'all are basically a bunch of like no offense y'all are a bunch of kids to me y'all are my kids like yeah like i know yeah. that hurts and especially like in this higher uh more like competitive like oh shit, i don't know what i'm trying to say like a competitive um atmosphere or like a, a thank you atmosphere like i know mm -hmm. it's gonna hurt like especially if you're striving to play like your senior year like mm -hmm. that hurts that hurts and so i i get the i guess i'm imp um, empathetic to like those because i know that feeling in a sense but um at the end of the day like i know i'm there to get you better so i guess that's why it didn't really affect me so i was like i gotta stay positive because if we're both like <laughs> crying about it it's we're, we're not gonna get anywhere so uh, i'm gonna let you cry i'm gonna let you mope and feel bad but after a while i'm like all right like we gotta get to work because we gotta get back on there or at least seriously. get back to like a daily living type situation yes so. seriously no that's good i know mm -hmm. i'd be like liz my glue is tight. You'll be getting your elbow. <laughs> you I got on. you. Let's release yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you will always be like that. Like, this is going to hurt, but you're going to mm -hmm. get through it. Like, it was going to oh, be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. so funny. What, what is like, what is the most challenging thing about being an athletic trainer at a Division One level? Mm -hmm. At division one level, I think it was like the type of situations that I would get put in. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel for the athlete. There's there's like situations where and I, something will happen to the athlete. I'd feel for them. And then you see like you see the coach trying to like either push them to get better quicker, which is granted, depending on the injury. Right. It's all scenario based because. Right. Some scenarios I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. But like, there's other scenarios where I'm just like, dang, like this is tough. But, like, mm -hmm. I wish I can give you more rest and stuff. And I try and advocate for that and fight for that as best I can. And there's certain situations where I'm like, no, like this is like, it has to be this way. And then yeah. there's other times where I'm like, okay, well, let's compromise. Let's like, we're gonna limit some things, and we're we'll do other stuff. But I guess like the main thing was just kind of like some of the scenarios that injuries that i would have to deal with or some of the then i guess oh one of the heartbreaking things would be like when y'all y'all weren't even hurt like physically but like mm -hmm. having to like i which i didn't mind i would listen to like what was going on in y'all's lives right mm -hmm. y'all come talk to me and saying like hey like family issues personal right. issues like that was kind of tough to like like here sometimes and granted i will always be there for any of my athletes like i don't mind listening to you it's just i feel like i wish i could do some more like do more for you than like maybe just listening but i know i would like i'm just a big empath so i would feel a lot of it <laughs> no i am too that's why i was asking like what do you do to create those boundaries for yourself you know, because it can be tough there's a lot going on at one time and as trainers you guys you guys are kind of on both ends of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to be the coaches and you're also trying to keep and maintain a relationship with the players. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not always black and white, like you were yeah. saying. Yeah. It's not. I've, I've had trainers just throughout my career tell me like, hey, you know, I know you're hurting, but your coach wants you to play. Or you know what I mean? And I yeah. think all we want to play as athletes not every athlete you know but yeah. most of the time we want to play mm -hmm. but i think 
can just get really confusing when you have an athlete that wants to play, you have a trainer that wants to, you know, wants you to play, but it's like, I don't know if this will jack you up for life or, and mm-hmm. then you got your coach that wants to win. So yeah, I can just see how that is tough. Yeah. Um, is it hard for you to be like confident in your decision sometimes? Uh, I think at the end of the day, it was just like, so some, right, depending on the athlete and some would like want to go play overseas, some want to go professional. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I, I would keep their goals in mind, right? Like, and their life in mind. Like, I want to make sure at the end of the day, you're, when you leave my care, we leave the university, like you're able to do the stuff that you want to do. Like, I don't yeah. want you playing college ball and then, okay, say if you want to go professional, but it didn't work out fine, but you, I don't want you living like a normal life, like in aches and pains and just like stuff that makes it a lot harder, like on you. Yeah. So like, so it was, I guess, easy to be like, hey, like, no, we need to rest them or we need to do this because this can be detrimental to their health later in life. Right. And that's one thing. And that's one thing I try to always explain, like, hey, and it's easier for me, I guess, at the high school or middle school level, but at any level, I'm always like, I care about your life and your well-being. I don't care about this certain game and my mm. job is to keep you healthy. That's good. Mm. Yeah. That's good. I feel like, I mean, really in life, but especially mm-hmm. as athletic trainer, you can't really be a people pleaser. Mm-mm. No, you, you try to be sometimes, but it doesn't work right. out the end. Someone's always going to be upset with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. And it's like, at least for me, I can go to sleep well at night knowing I did my best to do the mm-hmm. right thing. Whether this yeah. party was happy or that party was happy, like I know that I'm doing the right thing, even though not everyone can see it right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's one of those that hit you up like, thanks for not, you know, for, for <laughs> me. You know, seriously. Yeah. Hindsight is 2020. <laughs> so that's good. Another, so what is the quickest way for a student athlete to lose athletic trainer's trust? Uh, For me personally, it's lying. Do not lie to me. Tell me the truth. Um, I know, I guess at the end of the day, for me and the way I operate, like if you tell me the truth, then we can work things out. I, because I can know how something happened. Like if you hurt your wrist and it was at a party because you were drinking, messed up, blah, 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 or whatever, mm-hmm. like at least I know how to kind of deal with that as opposed to like you trying to tell a story. And a lot of people probably don't know like certain mechanisms of injuries and they probably describe something else like that they did. And so I'm over here treating something differently or whatever. Or yeah, I don't know. I just, I want, I respect you enough to tell you the truth especially if it's like you're asking me a question, I might tell you, hey, I don't I don't know the answer to this, but I'm gonna find out, like, let me research it for you. So I expect right. the honest, like honesty from you mm-hmm. and communication. Like if I'm there yeah. waiting for you at rehab on a weekend, on a day where I can just be home and relaxing and you're not there and we like scheduled for like 8 a.m. or whatever time and you don't mm-hmm. you don't show up, then I'm kind of like, all right, like I'm wasting my time. Don't Don't make me waste my time. <laughs> Right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I think college, at least for me, it was, I mm-hmm. had a learning curve with communication 
and you quickly find out like when you mm -hmm. do not pay efficiently or effectively, people will mm -hmm. lose trust you and you're not going to oh, get the yeah. same resources or even care. Like everyone's a human in this realm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you keep blowing me off or you keep not coming to treatment and I'm taking time out of my day, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I may not, you know, I may not do that extra tape wrap that you need on your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I might just let you go out there. <laughs> no, but no, but that's good. I'm glad you said that because I think I'll speak for myself as a student athlete. Mm -hmm. We, you can kind of get consumed with just yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, what you got going on? What's urgent for you? Oh, Liz, I need you right now at 10.30 p.m. I know you said treatment was over at 10, but uh, I was on my phone FaceTiming my boo, and I need the ice because my coach is going to give me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's important for us to realize, like, there's more to this space than just what we got going on. Like, we're, mm -hmm. we are the stars of the show, I guess, but we're not the only people yeah. involved. You know? Yeah. The other thing I would like to add is accountability. Like, mm -hmm. if you slept in, then tell me, like, hey, I slept in. I'm so sorry. How can I make it up? Or at least own up to it. Because if you tell me something yeah. else and I find out, yeah, like, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Or own up to it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot this. And if it becomes a pattern, then, okay, well, what do we need to work on for you to not make this uh, same mistake over and over again? Seriously, seriously. Mm -hmm. And anybody watching this, like your athletic trainers, they got your back. You don't want mm -hmm. to cross your athletic trainer. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You no, don't. we're there for five for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's so true. You do not want to like, that is a beautiful bond. And there's so much time that we spend together. You're, you know, like before the game, before practice, after practice, mm -hmm. There's so much time and it's just much easier if we tell the truth and we communicate. Mm -hmm. We're honest so we can grow and not lie. Yes. You know, lying is yeah. never is never the key. <laughs> it's never the key. No, it's not. Because we'll find out eventually. At some Seriously. point we'll find out. Yeah. Seriously, somebody's gonna post a snap or somebody's mm -hmm. gonna be chatting and the, the mm -hmm. trainer's gonna be like, What? What was that? So it's <laughs> They did what now? Yeah. <laughs> they told me they was over here. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Oh my gosh. That is so true. What is one of your best memories as a trainer? Best memories. Oh, shoot. I guess. Well, it would have to be like, I have great memories at every location I've been to. Yeah. But the best memory is going to have to be with the glow chowders because I've mm -hmm. done some. I got to see some cool places. I've been to Dubai. I never thought I'd be there before. Wow. Uh, and I think that setting's a little different because we're all adults and mm. it's mm -hmm. and we're on the road together. So it's like we're traveling as a family. And uh, that's, if you don't get along with your family, right? Like, yeah, I guess you could take some time to break and like walk away, but there was really nowhere to walk away from because we're traveling together for mm -hmm. four or five months at a time. So it, it we, we fight every now and then towards the end of tour, but uh, the memories I made with those guys and some of the females there, like, oh my goodness, it was phenomenal. Wow. Great memories, just mm -hmm. stories. 
Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Because they've been all over the world too. And they mm-hmm. all each have a unique background and upbringing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're just learning so much. Yeah, but if you all want specifically, um, I guess I was I was in France and they I guess the promoter we had, they took us to a burlesque show for free. Mm-hmm. So we got to go. We had food, we had drinks, we watched this awesome show that was in like English and French. And at the end of it, we took a picture, we hung out, we went backstage and met the people. It ended up in a song. We were all singing uh, I, Will, I Will Dance With Somebody by Whitney Houston. And wow. we were dancing. And at the end of it, like a couple of us got scooters and rode the scooters by the water and to the Eiffel Tower at night where it was lit up. So I guess just like little memories like that that I'm going to keep in my head um, wow. with those guys. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. The relationships that get developed because of sports is amazing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, yeah. It's lifelong most of the time. Yes. You know, like it it's a bond that you get to see people at their worst and their best. Mm-hmm. In a short period of time. Yeah. So it's it's really amazing. What advice would you give other athletic trainers or people wanting to pursue mm-hmm. being wanting athletic athletic training? um it's long hours or i guess it depends on the setting it can be long hours especially if you're in the college setting um don't be afraid to ask for help and hopefully Mm. the team that you have or the staff members that you have with you are willing to help you and if they're not and you it seems toxic get out because it's not worth it's not worth staying there because that toxicity when it's can just do so much damage to you in the long run Mm. but like realize it's going to be long hours the pay is not always going to be great so hopefully you love what you're doing because we're not compensated in my opinion the best way (laughs) but i enjoy it i will i still continue to do it and uh, i love like helping out people and making memories with everybody and sharing my stories listening to y'all stories like I just like getting to know people. Yes, that's dope. That's dope. So if you like to get to know people and help and make people better, mm-hmm. make memories, not get rich. Sports. And you love sports. <laughs> and you yeah. love sports. True, because you might get to be involved with a few mm-hmm. over time. So that's dope. That's really cool. That's really cool. Well, I think this was... I think this was a good pod. Perfect. You gave a lot. You were you were very efficient in your answers, and I loved it. I try to be. I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I loved it. This was so good, Liz. Um, thank you so much for no, being no willing problem. to share your story and to give some tips and some tricks to trainers and athletes to help us thrive in this space. Mm-hmm. Yes, I appreciate you. Well, that's the end of this episode, y'all. Until next time.